The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Kev, how was the first week of your holiday? <laughs> this is very strange. I should just um, point out that we're recording this before he flies, but you won't be hearing this until a week into his holiday. So, how was the first week? Did you enjoy yourself? Very good. Yeah, yeah amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's uh, sixty-five degrees. Oh. The world's burning. Yeah. EasyJet went on strike. Yeah. My bags got lost. Yeah. But we got there. Yeah. Did you get any scorpions in the bed? Yet? Scorpions, <laughs> funnel web spiders, oh. pools evaporated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just just another great. just another day in paradise. The Fuji Cast. <laughs> Welcome to the Fuji Cast. You and your letters. Kev's on holiday, but he's not. He's here it, by by the power of um, what was Grayskull, wasn't it? By the power of Grayskull, that brings back memories. By the power of Grayskull, what was that? That was um, children's TV show, wasn't it? The Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe, yes. By, by the uh, the powers of something, Kev's here with us. Uh, you and your letters, if you've written them in, you were very good actually, because the the episode that we recorded before Kev went, um, uh, we said, look, you've got to send these in because we need three we need three uh, lots of of programs worth because we're recording three programs on the trot. Um, You've been you've been very good. So we've we've got enough questions, I think, to power our way through three weeks. Slightly shorter episodes while Kev is on holiday. Um, we're we're going to be doing well, forty minute episodes. So uh, yeah, there yeah. Your questions from Facebook, your questions by email um, that you've been sending to click at fujicast.co.uk. We should probably start by thanking our, our sponsor. Uh, pick-time.com thank you for your support they did you know we've they've been with us now what for six seven months now yeah i guess so yeah. that yeah. yeah so thank you um they are the uh, uh they're the website that we use to show our work if you go to pick-time.com and then you enter the code fujicast you will get one month free and why do you use pick time kev what's your reason you want my honest reason yeah because they pay us on the podcast. <laughs> no, Kev. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, no, I've used them for a long time. So have you, like three years, four years, something like that now, yeah, I suppose. probably more, I should think. Um, I was using them well before COVID. Yeah, that's true, actually. In fact, it was you that introduced me to them. But was it? I, yeah, it was, yeah. Was that hashtag be like Neil? Hashtag be like Neil. See, it's changed yes. now. It's, it, I, I found myself, in my life now, it's hashtag be like Kev. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's great, isn't it? I mean, we've, we've talked about it a lot. The, the, um, the, the delivery process for the clients is amazing. The, the layouts are amazing. The interface is amazing. It's just beautiful. The um, automations are brilliant. Uh, sales automations, everything. I've no, I haven't uh, this year. I think probably over fifty percent of my clients have had albums, mm. and I've not had to touch one of them. I know you've been making huge amounts of money out of your out of your albums. I'm still doing it the old fashioned way. I'm wondering whether I should actually be pulling on the hashtag be like kev t-shirt on do this it. one do it does it i mean not having so much control over the albums though does that does that trouble you or no because no? all of the control is with the clients so they are they're designing their own clients they're not being interfered with by my own personal opinions mm-hmm. of right. it okay so yeah absolutely just 100 yeah. percent there um and they love it because they you know they can fully control the layouts where they want the pictures if they want to have a pink fluffy cover they can have it they want to have text on the front. I never yeah. used to put text or anything on my albums, and I used to do them manually. Um, so 
you know, I do miss, I have to say, I do miss my Jorgensen albums. I used to love those yeah, Jorgensen albums. Yeah, because they're not on the list, are they? But they're not on the list, but no. they are adding people all the time. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm hopeful one day that Jorgensen might come to that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knows? I'm amazed they're not already. I would, I would have thought they'd have been quick to the party on that one because uh you know it, album album manufacturing is not is not you know it's not like it used to be sadly we lost gf smith as a result mm. of um of the pandemic i was that's a great shame because um that was the company i used a lot i use sim now yeah. um sim are, are in there anyway so pick hyphen time.com use the code fujicast and uh, you'll get one month free Boom. That's it. Thanks very much for listening this week. Uh, well, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> right, questions. Do you want to go first with a Facebook, or shall I go with uh, with? Uh, uh, you go. You go. You go. You right. go. Okay. Yeah. Why not? John Lancaster. Hi, gents. Recent listener to the podcast. Long time Nikon 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 user. D- DSLR now Nikon Z, isn't it? Not Z. Z. You've wet my appetite, though, read the Fuji system. But I don't want to throw lots of money that uh, that way at the moment. I quite fancy a one-camera, one-lens setup, though, for street and urban stuff. I've looked online, and I can see the X-T1 used uh, is now a nice price. The specs look great, and it was uh, raves about the time of release on, on the DP review. Is this camera still going to let me experience the Fuji system, or have things moved on too much? I fancy taking a punt for 300 quid a prox. Cheers, John. Uh, at John L. Snaps. Is that all they are? 300 quid? Wow. Well, I wonder if that's the, just the body, because you're going to have to consider a lens, aren't you? Yeah, of you? course. Yeah, yeah, but 300 quid, that's amazing. Do you think you know, so? When you think that in the beginning, I think it retailed when it came out at about a grand, I think. Mm can't remember but yes so to answer john's question yeah you will on all of the x-series cameras you can experience the full range of fujifilm goodness so all of the lenses will work <laughs> you know the, the fujifilm flashes if you so wish all of that kind of stuff will work there's nothing that won't work however newer cameras will have newer technology in terms mm. of sensor speed mm. iso control all that kind of stuff. The newer um, Mark II lenses, if you like, the 23 1.4 Mark II. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll work absolutely fine. Okay. But you won't get the full um, benefit of right. the 40 megapixel resolutions kind of thing. Um, but, yes, absolutely they'll work. There's nothing There's nothing that won't work. I mean, that that what's the lens you stole off me? The 60 mil yeah, 1.4, 35 what, mil 1.4. <laughs> what else have you got there? He's in the studio this week. He could look, he could look in my drawers. Look, there I'm not letting you in. Um, yeah, they'll all work, and yeah. they all came out right at the beginning. Um, and they 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 work with the older cameras, and they work with the new cameras. Yeah. So yeah, none of that. You still get the film simulations, still get the EVF, all of that. Are so, there any film simulations that are missing? On yeah, the, on the there's XT1. a couple that, that won't be on the XT1. Things like Classic Chrome, um, Acros. Is Classic be on Chrome the XT1. not on there? No, Classic ah. Chrome came later. Acros came later. Um, although saying that, I don't know if they retrofitted any. Of, they wouldn't have retrofitted Acros no. uh, on firmware updates. So, but yes, there will be a couple. But the mainstream ones will all be mm. there. Pro Neck High, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Astia, Velvia, black and white, and then that horrible, horrible orange sepia, which they never seem to want to dis. I, I, yeah, I don't understand. I, yeah, 
awful. Have you ever used it? Only by accident. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I do not like that whatsoever. And they don't need it now because in the later something else you won't have in the XT1. John is uh, the ability to tone your image, so you've got more. You've got monochromatic toning, so mm. you can make your own uh, black and whites warmer or cooler. So you can do it all in there. There's no. There really is. There's a space. Delete sepia. Let's do it. Let's let's get a new. Um, let's do a, a Ken Bruce on this. Hashtag delete sepia. <laughs> Ken Bruce? What? Yeah, he's in trouble, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's in trouble. What's he in trouble for? He's in trouble for doing having some kind of political thing about prisoners or something. I don't. I haven't read all of it. But Ken Bruce? Cuddly Ken Bruce? Cuddly Ken Bruce, yeah. But now, now he's not on the BBC. He's on commercial radio, isn't he? He's on Greatest Hits radio. Yeah, but that's even more homogenous McDonald's radio. They don't mm. let people have their own opinions on those sort of radio stations well, unless it's LBC. He's in trouble. He's Is in he? trouble, yeah. He's, he's Just got play the music and, and do, um, do do the quiz. What's that quiz called? Uh, Pop Busters. No, Popmaster. Pop, 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 Pop yeah, Busters. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we, we should do a Ken Bruce. Yeah. Get rid of... Hashtag get rid of sepia. Yeah. Then we'll get loads of... If you do use sepia, let us know. And set, put some of your pictures in the Fujicast because they could make, well be very beautiful. Mm. But orange. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it, I'm not convinced. It might get a bit of a, a renaissance now, the new Oompa Loompa films coming out soon. Oh, right. Okay. Looking forward to that. Lens wise, what we what will you suggest for, for John here? Because um, taking a punt at 300 quid, I don't, I don't know how much uh, an XT1 is. Shall I look? Uh, while you're thinking about a lens he should have, let me look on, on uh, mpb.com and see what, if they've got any in, that is, an X-T1 is, is going for. And that might, because he's got a budget of 300 quid, MPB, a, you know, a good barometer here. Um, so what, what would you do lens-wise, Kev? Well, if the budget is, in, is including the lens, then yeah. uh, he's not going to get a lot, is he? I, no, I mean, uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, Fuji X-T1, 10 available between 239 and 384. So 384 is going to be a, a good quality one. Yeah. The one I gave to them is probably the one right at the bottom of that list. Yeah. No, that, that <laughs> didn't even come up. bit smashed up. <laughs> Do you know what? I had a lovely... I don't know if we mentioned this. You've got your own section on on, uh, on, on MPB. <laughs> Stu- lo- stuff what Kev owned. I had a lovely email <laughs> of somebody, and yeah. I can't remember if we talked about this, where a listener who I photographed his wedding a few years ago and uh, I was selling, I sold to MPB, it was either one of my X-Pro3s or my X-Pro2s, I can't remember. And we mentioned it, I mentioned it on the podcast, so I'd sold it all off to MPB. And uh, this chap emailed me, really nice guy, really good photographer as well. And uh, he said, oh, Kev, is that, that one that you've just put on MPB? And he sent me a link to it. Uh, he said, is this the one you used at our wedding? I said, yeah. He said, oh, I'm going to buy that. Uh, just for... Because yeah. of that, yeah. Oh. Which was really nice. Yeah. Uh, it still worked, of course, but it was a bit scratched. Yeah, yeah. a bit. <laughs> one of your cameras. Um, Let me just look on the system. Uh, here we go. Uh, Kev Mullins. <laughs> yeah, no, your one's 54 quid. <laughs> I, also, I also once had an email from somebody who said, in, and they were in... It wasn't Australia, but somewhere in somewhere far away. I don't know. Maybe it was South Africa, something like that. And he goes, uh, he said, "Oh, I just um, I just bought a camera in our cameras in a local camera store here." And he said, "It must have come from the United Kingdom because it's 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 completely set up with your custom settings." <laughs> and I said to him, "Yeah, but that because my custom settings are on my website, people yeah. may have plugged it in." Yeah. He said, "No, because when I look into the copyright statement in the copyright section, it says Mullins, so this <gasps> must have been your camera, your camera, yeah, that I'd sold to yeah. MPB way back yeah. when, yeah, and that, that had found its way to South Africa or wherever it was, found its way to a local store. This guy had um, <laughs> actually, I think it was, I think it was a lady, funny enough, yeah, uh, bought it." And then was like, I got your camera. 
So yeah, funny that, that yeah. yeah, but amazing. giving life to another camera to 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 a, your camera rather for another creative to use. How nice! Yeah, that is what you call the me. circular economy. So lens wise for John. So if, we don't have a lot of money here, Kev. No, we've got not a lot at all. So you're going to be looking at one of the Mark One original lenses. Uh, what does he say he does? Street and yeah, street. urban. What does urban mean? Well, that's street, really, I suppose. Is it urban exploring, though? That's urbex. Is it? Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah, okay. Well, then, you want... I would... Uh, if you really are budget but budget struck, then probably the original 18 mil will be the cheapest one you can find. 18 Have a look at that. It's very slow I mean, to focus now. Isn't you don't it? need a fast lens for street photography. I suppose you can just pre- pre-focus. Or urbex. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, budget's a budget. If you if you can stretch, then go more. But I'm trying to help him out by thinking of the ones that that was a very fine lens, that eighteen mil. Uh it's a good focal length for street photography. Yeah. How much is it on MPB? Well no, this is the F two R, so that's not right, is it? It'll be the little it'll be the mm. little pancake lens. Well, this is the pancake one. Two two four. Eighteen mil F two R, ten available, two two four to three three nine. I'm but it is the pan. Sure. I'm looking at it. That's the pan. XF 18 millimeter. Yes. Yeah, two two four. Hmm, that is more expensive than holding the holding their I've value. Got some more stuff to send to yeah. MPP <laughs> I've got one in this cupboard. This. <laughs> yeah, I'm even thinking of getting rid of my X100V. Looking at the prices, mm. some of them. What are MPP doing X100Vs for? Interestingly, <laughs> let's have a look. Five available. Uh, yeah, sixteen hundred yeah. pounds, yeah. which is more than retail, but it's not obscenely rude which no. are some people are selling them for obscenely yeah, yeah. rude prices yeah. there you go there's loads available on mpb x 100 v's look at that yeah. um yeah so well in that case you might want to be going for one of the xc lenses um which are the kit lenses yeah. i don't i can't remember what they did um in terms of focal ranges so i've yeah, got i've got an idea. A lot i've i've got an idea for mr lancaster why don't why don't you? I th- I think it's not a bad idea to buy a camera from somebody like MPB because of course you 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 get a guarantee which is which is good for six months. But uh, lens wise, why don't you go into the group and see if anybody has got an eighteen mil pancake just hanging around there that they might they might be willing to uh, to to not so much let you have but uh, sell you but sell you. Yeah. yeah, the other option is the uh, XC 16 to 50, mm. which is, uh, that's the Mark II. So there was an earlier one than that, I think. Anyway, that's about £150. That's a good price. Oh, well, there we go. That's a, that from MPB, and you'll get your yourself your guarantee as well. The XC 16 to 50 is £114, but I feel like that's the wrong lens for a street photographer. And really, the XC lenses are very, very good, yeah. especially that 16 to 50, because I had that. I had about eight of them. Because they came, What? Because back in the day when I used to buy the cameras, they, um, well, obviously still buy the cameras when I was buying a lot of them, They uh, the kit boxes were available before uh, body only. Oh. <laughs> so I'd, I'd get the kit boxes because I was too excited, and I must have had about seven or eight of the bloody things. You still got them? No, I got rid of them all. all right. That's probably one of mine. It's probably eight of them, ten available of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But I never used them, so they'd be in good condition if it comes uh, with a box it's not mine yeah yeah that's true yeah right um good luck with that john and uh, be good to see some of your your pictures if you're a member of the the uh, facebook group maybe to see what you've been what you've been doing with your your new, new your new purchase kev your turn in face in the facebook group john wayne how would you advise someone to reverse engineer the post-processing of a photograph that we might see and admire and want to take some of that feel in quotes into our own work now i spent a lot of time reverse engineering code in my time but never a photograph no 
yeah I, I do like reverse engineer in my head in my logical coding head means looking at the layers underneath and stacking it in order of stuff that happened which you just can't do with a photograph yeah. you can't um some of the fujifilm jpeg the, well it depends on how much information they've kept in the exif data when they've exported it you can look in the jpeg and uh, extrapolate what fujifilm film simulation they used mm. um shadows highlights all of that kind of stuff will be in a lot of the jpegs but it does depend on if they've extracted the exif um I, w- I once wrote a piece of code on my f16 website that allowed people to upload their jpegs or a jpeg and it would spit out the exact settings that had been used because oh. it was kind of hidden exif stuff but it was it was the busiest part of my website and at one point i was getting about three thousand oh. um, jpegs being uploaded a week right. uh, and so i took it offline because it was just costing a fortune in hosting fees um so people are interested in that but otherwise if it's if it's just a picture that's online then you're just going to have to analyze it and look at whether it's contrasty black and white or whether it's color is it a cinematic color is it a uh you, you know are they are they looking to emulate film from old or is it a very um digital look to it that's it i mean ultimately a lot of people look at i'm thinking of black and white you know film images now a lot of people look at black and white film images and think oh i love the look of that but what they're not seeing is the fact that the photographer is using light and contrast very very well they think that you know some people think that it's a filter or it's a film that they used but actually it's not you know it's the way they've exposed the way they've controlled the light or look for the light so i don't think there's a very easy answer to that um just it's good though to study it's very good to study images mm-hmm. um and then try and you know think take elements of it that you like and and build that into your own photography of course similar sort of question when you're talking about studying works this might be difficult kev craig smith gents strap yourself in long time first time long time first time well um, you've spoken about so many wonderful photographers who have in different ways influenced your work. How about artists? Are there any non-photographers you see in your photography? I ask after having gone earlier this year to the Whitney Museum in New York's exhibition on Edward Hopper. Several of his mid-century paintings stand out for features I like in my own photography. Hard shadows, a certain geometric flatness to buildings, and people with thousand-mile stares somewhere off into the distance, beyond the canvas. My photographs don't look anything like Hopper artworks, but the similarity in certain elements was striking. So how about you? Painters, sculptors, singers, conceptual video artists. I'd be remiss not to to close. Thanks for the lively and informative podcast that greets me every other Monday. Best from Craig. So uh, painters, sculptors, singers, conceptual video artists. Oh, I don't know, Kev. Lowry comes to mind, mm-hmm. and you, when I the pictures that I I take of um, of people going about being busy, but I don't think my pictures look like Lowry. They're probably too close for Lowry, but Low, Low, I I like Lowry. Matchstick men, matchstick cats and dogs. Yeah, I'm not sure that you're gonna get. It's a little bit like saying you lose, you know, you like you like Lucy and Freud, and trying to emulate that in a photograph is. My word. Is not is just what kind of pictures you're going to end up yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm I tell you what though, I am I have to find this now. It's really important that I find this. Right. There is a guy I follow on Facebook. Uh, sorry, on Instagram. Yeah. Um. Who and he's a painter and he is absolutely amazing. Does he inspire you with your photography? He inspires me with portraits. Um. Now, 
Now, Gemma, who is an artist, who is a painter, mm. um, doesn't particularly like it because it's, she thinks it's too real. But I, what I love about his work is that it is uh, his... It, it, it's one of these hyper-realist hyper painters. Very then. realistic painters. Right. But okay. he is using uh, great light and he, great composition in, in his... Um, uh, is cre- in, in his creations. No, I'm never going to find it. Well, uh, I'm going to look it up. Hi- Hyper realist. No, no, he's only got about 200 followers on Instagram. It's is not. It? He's Why? not going to. Okay. He's not going to pop up. Hyper realism is a genre of painting and sculpture resembling a high resolution photograph. Hyper realism is considered an advancement of the photo realism by methods used to create the resulting paintings or sculptures. That's what hyper realism is. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Close, Robert Betchel, is that? Richard Estes, uh, Audrey Flack. I'm probably saying some of these names. All wrong. of those people probably are, are are good too. Yeah, got it. Found it. Uh, it's Ian Bourne Art. I A N B O U R N E A R T. Oh, look at that picture of Bowie. Look at that. But look at the one Ooh. of look at the one of Dave Grohl. Pencil work. Oh my word! <laughs> it's phenomenal. Some of them. I mean, some of them are more... Some of them are more painterly. The, the one of um, Clint Eastwood. Yes. Oh, I mean, it's excellent. It's brilliant. But but that's more what I would say painterly. Um, Muhammad Ali, That I mean, that could be a photograph. Yeah, some of them, depending on the, <laughs> on the medium he's using, depends yeah. on whether they look more photographic or not. These uh, are extraordinary. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. I mean, if you look... If Brian you s- Ferry, look at that one. Anyway, scroll, I'm just going to say names now, sorry. <laughs> scroll, scroll down. Yeah. Now, there's no name associated to this, so I don't know who it is, but uh, the one we're, the one I want you to look for is that one. Ah, with the shadow of the light dappling on her face. Have I gone? Oh, no, here it is. I've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. For a painting, that's phenomenal. But it if is. it was a photograph... Yeah. So that gives you see that's a that can give you an idea that kind of thing from a um, portrait point of view yeah. is phenomenal and yeah. just below that is so one that of could the give door. you ideas because that's like a gobo yeah. lit shot isn't it yes but it's it's mostly about the light I've seen the one of the queen with the handbag no uh, is that further down a bit further down uh, I'll look for it pencil work while you're talking about it yep yeah and then I think one of my favourite ones after you've seen the queen is the one. After that, I may have scrolled past the Queen, I think, which is Dakota Blue, right. such a beautiful painting, and w- like would be an incredible photo. So the point is here that you you find inspiration in this for your portrait work. So in other words, the the lighting. Uh, oh yeah, the Queen with the handbag. Yeah, oh, beautiful. but look at the one after that, Dakota Blue. Uh, oh my word, yeah. So it's the lighting of this. Hey, I tell you what, you can do fairly good still lifes as well. Look at that glass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think the the kind of composition and the lighting of these is very, you know, we're, we're, we're answering a question here, by the way. I'm not saying necessarily that I would go here and look at that and then build a portrait based on that. But the reason I follow this guy is because I think he's phenomenally talented. He's only got 1,943 followers as we read this today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of 659 posts, which is an extraordinary amount of posting. Usually, somebody with, with this skill, you you might expect to have far more followers than that. For somebody as talented, yeah. Good lord! I mean, my dad used to say, "If you can play the piano, son, you will never be out of work." 
if you could paint like Ian Bourne, you'll never be out of work. Mm. Um, I mean that that one of Charlie Watts as well. You know, I mean they're they're just remarkable, yeah. absolutely remarkable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you say, some of them are more painterly than others, but the ones that I'm really drawn to are the pencil work ones. I've been talking a lot with people of late about AI, and this would be the sort of thing that where AI would really agitate me if I was Ian Bourne, because people will be doing. Yeah. We'll be doing hyper-realism, and he'll be saying, yeah, but I can paint that. I, I, I do that. That's my work. Maybe that's his, his uh, you know, raison d'etre. I don't know. But, yes, I mean, there's, there's a whole load in the news at the moment about AI, isn't it? And how, mm. There was a big article on the BBC about how you can identify if it's AI or not, which is worrying that they're mm. having to do that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, let's not get onto that. No, I just no. think this is phenomenal. So, yeah. Ian Bourne Art, uh, Bourne with an E, so I-A-N-B-O-U-R-N-E. So, his website is ianbourneart.com. Yeah. An active blog as well. So, that's good. I'm going to dig into that at some point. Yeah. Well, I think we'll, we'll put the link on there. Oh, are we doing show pages while you're away on holiday, by the way? Yes, because I'm going to take my tablet. Oh, you are? Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to take... Um, I thought you were taking nothing but, but your thongs I, and, uh, <laughs> and, and well, hardly anything well, else. Well, I wasn't, but then I thought, actually, it probably makes sense because, like, just answering emails on my phone and stuff is a bit tricky, so yeah. I will take my tablet. So, yes, we will still be doing that, still although it might be a little bit delayed and the words might be a bit badly spelled. <laughs> it depends how many Thavathas <laughs> Kev has had that particular morning. But, uh, okay, um, th- this certainly will be a link on there. So, Ian Bourne Art, uh, if, you're, if you're able to remember this, Instagram.com forward slash Ian, or if you're doing it actually as a, uh, obviously an at, Ian uh, Bourne, B-O-U-R-N-E, Art. All one word. Indeed. Fantastic. Boom. Uh, was it your go, or no, it is your go, face, Facebook, from from Facebook? Yes, okay, Michael William Taylor says, Hi Kevin, hi Neil, I love your podcast, yada 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 yada, it reminds me of chatting with my friends. There we go. Uh, Kevin, I just read a blog post, oh, do on Scott Kelby's blogs, I just, we did we do this one? No, we I didn't. Don't, I don't remember you saying we Scott did, Kelby's blog. We did have a question about Maybe there was Scott one Kelby. similar. Similar, yeah. I think. Okay, right. Kevin, I just read the blog post you wrote on Scott Kelby's blog several years ago and was excited to hear about your pathway into photography i'd just like to say by the way the year that i put my blog post on scott kelby it was his most commented and viewed blog post of the entire year on scott kelby's yeah of that particular year well more than anything scott's done yeah on that year yeah he sent me an email at the end of the year and just said just so you know anyway there you go he never had you on as a guest no he didn't (laughs) no um, he missed a trick. He what was missed that show a, He did the grid. It was called the grid, it wasn't was good. it? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Big Bert, I, Big Bert Stefani. Maybe he still Garner. does it. Yeah, pretty goody goody goody. I'm Bert. <laughs> That's not Bert. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking at a similar pathway, and it's terrifying. I am an educator and have been a photographer for 15 years, playing and experimenting. I'm giving myself 18 months to see if I can have a go and make the business end work. A friend of mine suggested that I create some goals for months zero to 18, e.g., book one client book two clients get paid (laughs) get a business license book enough clients that i have to take days off work to well work uh when you jumped in did you give yourself any markers or goals along the way or did you really just jump in where's he from by the way i don't know but the fact he says he needs a business license license would imply america yeah yeah okay they need a business that's weird isn't it i'd never ever considered that you would need a business license to start a business yeah it's just not i'm I'm assuming yeah okay but but uh, rewind then what did you say on scott kelby about your 
Can you remember? I mean, it's a few years ago, but rough, roughly what, what was the trajectory that you were talking about? Uh, well, I just recalled the story of what I did, which was, you know, I was working in IT. I was travelling back and forth London a lot. Didn't like it. And then I just, I was never a photographer, as we all know. So I just decided to do that. <laughs> and I often joke that it's a good job. I was reading the magazine on the train and I, I saw these black and white wedding pictures. Oh, it was Jeff Askoff's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I often joke that it's a good job that it wasn't a Shropody page I was reading. Because <laughs> we could be on the Shropody cast you're now. You're going to be digging feet as we talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never, I, there's maybe a Shropodist listening right now, but of all the jobs, I just, I can't understand why your vocational calling might be, I know what I need to do. I need to deal with some real foot fungus in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and the latest question this week is from George, who wants to know how to deal with a damaged toenail <laughs> cuticle one that's coming off and all yellow mm. <laughs> yeah uh anyway we're not luckily so uh i did end up being a photographer and yes. yeah, yeah 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 i guess um right at the beginning the i just went straight from one to the other and i didn't you know we didn't have i wasn't made redundant or anything i had no money in the bank i had to go from earning from what i was to earning from where i was going your story is very similar to mine then in that yeah respect. rosa had just been born or was yeah, just about to yeah, be born yeah. so Gemma wasn't working so there we were with jack league. same sort of thing yeah uh and it just had to work so i did it and and i did do a business plan but not until probably halfway through the second year um i i, I maintain this i was just very very lucky in that i knew a lot about seo and websites at the time if you didn't know about seo and websites do you think it would not have worked the way that it did probably would have taken longer mm. probably you, you would have got there but but just not yeah probably probably would have taken longer i was very adamant about the style i was going to shoot as well mm-hmm. um but yes yeah, so but i i do totally agree with um having plans and having targets but don't don't make them unrealistic for a start and also if for some reason you don't quite get that, you know, if you've given yourself one month to get one client mm. and you've had a few leads, but none of them have booked, don't at the end of that one month go, well, this doesn't work, you know, because you've got to fan the flames a little bit. Did he mention the genre, by the way? No. Is, is, it's not necessarily weddings or doesn't say. Or okay, right. doesn't say. Yeah. So, um, but it is good to have targets. Now, business plan um, doesn't have to be like a, a professional business plan that you might find if you had to go to the bank or something. But, um, you, you know, the way that I always kind of suggest people do business plans is is almost like back of the fact packet kind of thing. But start with your end goals. Um, don't start at the beginning with this month. I want to book two clients. Start with by the end of the year, I need to be earning X amount of money and I need to be able to have X amount of time off, holidays, whatever, you know, all of that kind of stuff. That's your target. And then you know what you've got. It's Again, I've said this before. It's a bit like designing an IT system. You never start at the beginning. You start with what the end result needs to be and mm. you work backwards. And so similar thing. So let's just say, Michael, you need, I don't know, $50,000. You know, if you want to go full time in five years time, you need $50,000 a year to do that. Then that's your target in five years time. Um, and, and keep that, keep that target in mind, work your way backwards from that but also don't just for heaven's sake don't just keep the money in mind 
keep in mind time the whole point of working for yourself is that it's a better way of life um it mustn't be a chore it mustn't be uh, a, uh although know, that hard. comes with its own stresses it does come with its own stresses because suddenly the 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 monthly paycheck is not there correct and you're thinking oh right okay well, i wasn't quite expecting well let, we, we mentioned ai a moment ago i wasn't quite expecting ai to pop up and correct burst my balloon correct but you you go you you go from your starting point which is now so you know the you, your reasons for changing, your reasons for moving away from a full-time employer as a teacher, by the sounds of it, are whatever reasons. You know, work your way backwards. Don't just suddenly think. You know, the guy down the road is charging fifteen hundred dollars a day for a commercial shoot. Let's just say commercial. Um, I, that means I I can only I have to go in at seven fifty to try and undercut yeah. him. You know, it's not going to work like that because then your 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 business plan is based on his mm. needs, not on your needs. So you know that's that's my ultimate um, recommendation. Think of a reverse business plan. But yeah, I mean, it is good to have targets, of course it is. But you know, you do I do sometimes see people who spend all their time prepping. Yeah. yeah, they've got lovely little leather notebooks and they journal about it and they write down their to-do lists and, you know, they get themselves a new computer and their office is super tidy and all that kind of stuff. They don't do f- any work, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and sometimes you just got to get your get your elbows what wet. About, what about timing here? You did mention you were lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of hard work. The, lu- the luck was was the knowledge that you had earned through being in an industry beforehand. So that's not necessarily luck. That's utilising your skills. But um, we both joined the industry at a time when it was a very, very different industry. I'm talking to uh, to two sets of students in September. And um, I'm talking about being a professional and now when i when i a similar story to you when i when i left full-time employment which i only had for a short while because as a broadcaster most of that time i was i was uh, freelance but um i i left because i couldn't stand the the stress of the particular boss i was working with waking i would wake up and i'd be sweating from the moment i started the day to the moment i ended and that that is not physically a way you can spend your life that's like me for this five weeks yeah I, <laughs> yeah but yours yeah, yours has got more to do with global warming um but but i i have been sitting down thinking well, how, what am i going to say to to people leaving school now starting as a creative in a world that's there's a proliferation of my kind of photographer. What and there wasn't when I started, there weren't as many um, photographers doing what we do now. That's that's a that's the uphill struggle bit of my. What am I going to say to these people? I can tell you how to write a business plan. I can give you the you know what what kit you might need and what you might write on social media and how you might talk to a client. But there's different realities now. Do you think there's less? I, I'm not sure there's there's, there's more. that many more. more. I'm not sure there is wedding photographers at least. Really? I think I think we just when you're first new to the industry, you probably don't see as much of it. You're not exposed to it as much. Mm. Um, maybe there is, but I suppose there's no way of knowing really. Is well, there? We were on the back of film, not you know, mm. had only been digital had only really been used for for weddings for. Just a few years when we got on it, and then originally when you the pictures you were watching of Jeff Jeff Ascoff's images in that magazine, 
I bet you there were a fair few film ones in there. Oh, I would imagine they were all film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. But, I, you know, if I think back to, like, those SWPP conventions right at the beginning and stuff, they were packed. Oh, they were, yeah. Packed to the right. rafters of yeah, wedding yeah. photographers. Yes, you know, some of yeah. them still around, some of them not. But yeah. anyway, we can't, there's no way of, of metricizing that, is there? So we don't know who's right or who's wrong. But mm. I, I don't feel like, I feel like that, co- that's, uh, that comes up quite a lot. You know, it's... Um, there's more photographers they're charging less that might be true but also there's no way of figuring that out and I certainly remember when I started people whinging about that as well so you know not whinging but saying it Mm. so who knows but yeah I mean it's it's a good point about what would you say to people um who are starting out I you know I think as long as it's a passion and as long as you do it on your own um uh, terms you know whether that's a stylistic term or hours you work etc um you know, I feel like when I look back over the 15 years I've been doing it, I've, you know, made a lot of mistakes, but roughly, generally, I've made the right, right. strategical decisions, you know, taking the summer off, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, put a lot of bloody hard work into it. Of course I have. But I think that, you know, just getting on a treadmill and, and running and running and running is is not something. That's what I used to do when I was in IT. It's what you used to do when you were in broadcasting. Yeah. Um, and if it feels like that, then you need to you need to get a new hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag get a new hamster. <laughs> yeah, good good advice. I think, Kev, in terms of our slightly shorter um, episodes over over the summer, that's it for this week. See, si. yeah, see, si. just gracias. Yeah, do you know any others? Uh, <laughs> and, and any more lingo that you could give us? Ah, but yeah, <laughs> that is really it, isn't it? Pretty much. Uh, the first thing I learned when I went to, I lived in Lanzarote for just a, uh, a I lived in Lanzarote for a year, and uh, the first, the first word I, I felt I had to learn because otherwise I wasn't going to get around very easily was lleno, por favor, which was fill her up. Mm. And that was it. Before I learned about beer, I, I just thought, I better have that one because I need to fill my car up with fuel. Yeah. At a time when, I, I don't know, Spain, Canary Islands, they seem to have petrol pump attendants. They still have them. They still have them where we go. Do absolutely. they? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Don't touch my pump. <laughs> but, uh, right. Now, usually at this stage, I would say, make sure you write in with your questions, which I would still like to say to you because it's important for when Kev returns. Um, But uh, (laughs) I suppose it's a bit irrelevant as to the questions that will appear over the next couple of weeks. So do keep sending them in to the Facebook group. Kev will be looking at those while he's on a sun lounger with his Doth Thavetha. Um, How many do you... uh, do you get through in a day, Kev? Well, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds. Oh. No, actually, because uh, Gemma's coming out a bit later, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be. Me and Alvi have got some plans. Well, you've got chores as well, haven't you? You've got, got stuff chores. you need. Yeah, I think you've got to re- repaint the the wall around the whole of the compound or something. The, the compound? <laughs> isn't that what they call it? Compound in Spain, isn't it? Are they compound? Are they compounds? This is Baghdad. No, compounds is a. It's, <laughs> Well, in Africa, you have a compound. It's a cortigo. A cortigo. Which right. is basically a Isn't that country, a country house. I've got a, a cortigo, Mark too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so enough of this nonsense. Send your questions in to clickatfujicast.co.uk. 
or send them in via the Facebook group and we will see you in a couple of weeks time bye bye adios 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 the FujiCast is an independent loading zone production email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way